What's up, everybody? Thanks again for stopping by for another edition of March 4th with Mike Bauman. I, of course, am your host, Mike Bauman, whoever you are, wherever you are listening from. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. If you're a returning listener, I greatly appreciate your continued love and support. And if you're a brand new listener of the show, man, thank you so much for hopping aboard that pirate ship. You can follow me on Instagram at March 4th Pod, on YouTube at March 4th Pod. My website is march4th.podbean.com. The link tree with all of my stuff is in the podcast description for this episode. So if you made it here, that means you found us somehow. And I truly appreciate each and every one of you checking out another edition of the March 4th with Mike Baum and Podcast. As this episode hits your ears, it will be December 5th, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm doing my math right, as I record the intro and close to this week's episode. And it's kind of crazy to think that there's only 26 days remaining in the year, that we are 22 days away from Christmas. As I record the intro and close of the show, it's December 3rd. Uh, it's my favorite time of the year, man. I love the holiday season. Christmas is definitely my favorite holiday. I mean, don't get me wrong, Thanksgiving, I love the food. Uh, and even though my beloved Lions lost again, it was still fun to go home and see family. So I love Thanksgiving, but but Christmas is really where it's at for me, man. Like growing up in the Midwest, uh, we usually had a white Christmas with the snow. And in fact, on the on the Christmases, we didn't have snow. It was actually kind of depressing, you know. And, and as a kid, I loved it, man. As an adult, it's it's no bueno. But as a kid, I loved the snow. But I uh, had a lot of good memories growing up, man, going to my Uncle Rick's. Every year on Christmas Day, we would see my dad's family a lot on Christmas Eve and got to see his side of the family. Uh, a lot of times a day after Christmas, we'd go to this place in Sylvania, Ohio, a suburb of Toledo where I'm from. And there's a place called Tam O'Shanner, which has an indoor ice rink. And it's basically like a hockey facility, an ice skating facility. And we go there and skate and hang out with my cousins and stuff. So I got a lot of good memories as a kid in the 90s, man, with Christmas. So I hope that you guys, whatever holiday you celebrate, I hope that you guys have have a great holiday season, and uh, I hope that this podcast finds you well. And if not, uh, don't wait until January 1st for the New Year's resolutions, man. You, you've got 26 days, or as of recording this, yeah, 26 days to really get after it and start writing down your goals for next year, things you want to change, things you want to improve. And it's also a time to reflect back on the year that we've just had, man. So I'm looking forward to closing out things at work and getting a chance to see my family again for Christmas and some friends back home, you know, people that I don't really get to see, uh, but once or twice a year, just the nature of me living down South in Nashville and uh, having a lot of close family and friends still back in Ohio and Southeast Michigan and whatnot, man. So I'm really looking forward to it, but I hope everybody's doing well. And again, if not, keep your head up, man. I know two years ago, the way my life looked, and the way 2021 went, uh, and even last year, you know, it was it was a building year, you know, and and I look at what what I've been able to accomplish in 23 and where I am mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, things are pretty good. I'm not in the best shape I've been in right now physically because this darn left hammy is still driving me nuts. It's been bothering me for about a month now, at least. It's driving me crazy, but I guess that's just part of getting older, man. Stuff lingers for a little bit longer. But other than that, it's been. Uh, it's been a really good year. If that's the worst of my problems are our Thor hamstring, I'm doing pretty good, right? But in all seriousness, man, it's weird to sit here and and reflect back on 2023. Um, the fact that this year is less than a month from being over already is kind of a mind trip. But, you know, when I look at where the podcast is and where it's going, 
uh, the connections and friendships I've been able to make through the show uh, beyond the downloads increasing and, and the number of countries I see where people listen, it still trips me out. Um, but it's been a great year. Things have grown this year for the show. I want to give a shout out once again to Canvas Rebel and Bold Journey for featuring me. Uh, it's always cool when when people are finding you and want to want to put you on and, and, and try to put people onto you and get more eyes and ears on what you're doing. So thank you to those publications. I really appreciate it. Thank you to the Nashville Voyager. Uh, keep your eyes peeled because there's going to be more stuff coming, little tease. But uh, but the show has grown, and I couldn't have done it without all of you who who love and support me on a personal level, my, my close friends and family. You guys know who you are. I love you so much, and I'm so grateful for everything. And all of you who, who I don't know personally, who are listening from around the world, man, uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart for checking out the show, for rocking with me, and uh, for telling your friends about the show because mental health, persevering, moving forward, overcoming, these are all things – that are really important to me, man. Um, and and I've said it before on this show, but in a lot of ways, my life has been a reflection of my podcast, you know, in terms of perseverance and moving forward, marching forth. Uh, it, emotionally, it's been a challenging couple of years. And, um, you know, it was a challenging year again this year. Uh, I lost, lost uh, my other grandmother, rest in peace, Graham. And, uh, you know, went through, went through uh, uh, another divorce uh, not me personally. I didn't get divorced, but one of my parents. Um, and even though I don't like to air out stuff on this show, I'm just being real here. You know, there was there was uh, there was difficulty in those things. You know what I mean? I I lived through a divorce as a as a kid. You know, um, and and then I lived through another one as an adult. And it's tough, man. And you see the strain it puts on family, and 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 then to have a death in the family towards the end of the year with my grandma passing away at the end of August. It's been. It's been an emotionally challenging year uh, beyond some other stuff that I'm not going to go into. Um, but that being said, man, I've always had this podcast. This is like my solace. This is like my my fortress of solitude, if you will. Um, you know, it's it's always been the thing that I've been able to turn to uh, beyond, obviously, turn into close friends and family who I trust, you know, with my life, man. Uh, I digress. But this is this has been a place where I've been able to come and, and, and give you guys new content give you guys good conversations, connect with people in a positive way. And it's always been something that's lifted me up. You know, when I have difficult days at work, when I have difficult days mentally, you know, questioning my journey and my path and all that stuff. And the things that I just mentioned that happened around me. And those are things that happen in life, you know, heartbreak and, you know, death. Those are, those are things that, that, that are, you know, things you can't escape in life. Um, but, but it's one of those things that uh, those those situations, when they come up, they make you stronger, they make you more resilient, and they make you appreciate the time that you do have with people, man, because the older you get, it's harder to get together. You know, I'm at that age in my mid-30s where I've got multiple friends who are married with kids, and um, it's not like it was when you're in your early 20s or you're going to high school or grade school or middle school together. You see each other all the time. You're living in the same town, so I really value those those opportunities that I get to catch up with with the people close to me, man. So I encourage you to do the same. You know, whatever beef you have with anybody, try to squash it. Try to be the bigger person. Always take the high road because you never know when the last time you're going to talk to somebody is going to be. You know, um, I've got a picture that I'm looking at right now as I'm recording this with my grandma and grandpa. It's my favorite picture of them, and I, and I'm glad that I have that as a keepsake, and it, it's something that brings me a lot of peace. Um, and I and I have it with me whenever I record these shows, man. I digress, but um, 
you know, I remember I talked to my grandma, you know, within the last month before she passed, um, we had a phone conversation and I kind of had that thought when I was talking to her, like, I wonder if this is going to be the last time that I speak to my grandma. And it ended up being the last time that I spoke to her on the phone. And, you know, the conversation wasn't anything too crazy, you know, um, was talking about, you know, the room that she was in and kind of like next steps and, and whatnot. And I just tried to tell her to try to, you know, be as comfortable as possible and, you know, that, that she's in good hands with the family and everything. And, um, and ended up being the last time I spoke to my grandmother, man. So, um, so yeah, you know, just, I don't care what it is, man, with friends, family, you know, far be it for me to tell anybody how to live their life. But since you're listening to this show, I'll give you some unsolicited advice, I guess, and just tell you that, uh, you know, try try to live a life of love and kindness. Um, and if they're, you know, and sometimes it's not on you to reach out to anybody, right? When when you've been wronged, when somebody has has hurt you in some way, and it, and it genuinely wasn't your fault. Um, so sometimes peace for you in that situation is just walking away and living your life, right? Um, but if there is some type of entanglement that you find yourself in with somebody right now and it's adversarial, maybe you said or did something uh, that justified them saying or doing something back, uh, do your best to squash it, man, because life is really short. And if you have a lot of good memories with that person and you had a lot of good times together, whether it's romantic, whether it's a friendship, whether it's family, keep that in mind, man. You know, my grandma had a great run and, um, you know, we had a great relationship um, and we didn't talk a ton in the, in the last few years of her life. But, uh, but I, I tried to make it a point when I moved to Nashville to still keep her involved in my life. And if it had been a little while since we had chatted on the phone, I would call her, you know, um, and I'm not saying that to like toot my own horn or, you know, try to get somebody to mail me the medal for the world's greatest grandson or anything like that. But I'm saying that to say, it's important to to keep people in your hearts and not only keep them in your hearts, but while they're still on this plane, um, to keep to keep peace with them and, and, and let them know that you love them. Do, do not ever be short on your thank yous or your love yous, man, and mean it when you say it um, and only say it if you mean it when you say I love you. So that's my little spiel to start this, man. I didn't mean to get too heavy, but this is just a stream of consciousness that's coming out right now. It's the end of the year. I'm a little reflective. I'm a little emosh. And, uh, but most of all, I'm grateful, man. I'm grateful for all of you, um, once again, who take the time to like and subscribe and tell your friends about the show. Uh, tell people you, you think might be into it about it. Um, people who, who have left ratings and reviews on either Apple or Spotify. All those things go a long way, man, in, in helping the show get out to more people. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and on that note, uh, because I've been ranting for over 10 minutes, 11 minutes now. Shnikes, Mikey, come on. Wrap it up, dude. Uh, but this week's episode, man, I, I really feel like these guys need no introduction, but I'm going to give you an introduction because they're awesome and they are building uh, something really awesome with their podcast and their brand, and they are none other than Amanda and Elise. Together, they make up the duo that is known as the Mixtape Queens. And you might be saying, Mike, who are the Mixtape Queens? Great question. The Mixtape Queens, like myself, have their own podcast. But in addition to that, if you head over to mixtapequeens.com, do it after the interview, um, 
They do everything from graphic design, branding, networking, photography, their podcast, and more. They've designed album covers. They like like me. They have a passion for music. They love putting on uh, artists. They love working with artists. They have artists on their podcasts, and they just have a passion for connecting with people in a positive way. And I really feel like they're kindred souls, and their podcast is great. And in addition to being a, a, a business duo with the mixtape queens. Amanda and, Lee, and Elise are also a couple. They actually just celebrated uh, their anniversary towards the end of October. I think it was October 23rd, if I'm not mistaken. And I really love their show because they let people speak. You know, if somebody wants to give a three-minute answer, they let them do it. But th they just radiate positivity. And whatever kind of music you're into, they could they could talk to you about it. They have all kinds of mixtapes from lo-fi to hip-hop to you name it. And, and like I said, they have a passion of just putting people onto new music and shining a light on all the wonderful artists that are out there in the world. And they're really building a pretty awesome empire, man. And I just, I just really gravitate towards their message of love and positivity and having that shared love for music and wanting to put people onto new music and give artists a platform, you know, to share their, their creations, man. It's really cool. So uh, they actually got in touch with me in July and, and had some kind words for me about my show. And then, as I mentioned, my grandma ended up passing away at the end of August, and she actually went into the hospital at the beginning of July, ironically, the same weekend that I was home. I had planned on seeing her anyway, and that ended up being the the, the, the beginning of her decline uh, in, in her eventual passing. And so uh, these guys had reached out, and, and I wanted to get them on the show, and excuse me, things kind of got put on the back burner just because of everything that I was dealing with as far as family stuff and whatnot. So... Uh, I reached back out and thankfully they still had the interest to connect and we were able to set up a date and a time to get Amanda and Elise on the show. And we had a great conversation. You guys are going to learn about the Mixtape Queens brand. You're going to learn about Amanda and Elise's love story and their shared passion for music, just like this guy who's talking to you right now. So without further ado, I'm going to shut my big yapper and give you guys my conversation with Amanda and Elise, a.k.a. the Mixtape Queens. Here it is. All right, y'all. Well, once again, thank you so much. Uh, I hope I didn't rant too much before I officially hit record, but it's it's so cool when you come across like-minded people out there. Um, there's a lot of bad on the internet, but there's a lot of good on the internet too. And I'm just glad that that you guys were still down to do the podcast, even though it took me like a few months to get back with everything going on in my life, man. I got a lot of respect for you. But um, for people who aren't aware of you, before we officially dive in, why don't you tell everybody your names uh, so that way when you when you speak, they know who's talking and, and let them know a little bit about the mixtape queens. I'm Amanda. My name is Elise. And we are the mixtape queens. That's so, that's so great. That's so great. Well, I I try to do my homework before I do these things, and it's not even really homework because I love music and I love podcasting and and I love talking with people. I'm kind of an extroverted introvert. Um, I appreciate you guys checking out the show as well, but I really do feel a kinship with y'all, man. Like I've I've loved music since I was a little kid, since I was a little dude, and um. Over the years, my palate has expanded and I've gotten more into 
you know, like post rock and hip hop. Like I've always been like a metal head and hard rock and stuff. But in my twenties, I started to get more into hip hop and like the early nineties stuff. And, um, and I, and I know you guys have a lot of awesome artists on your show. You had Anthony church on who, who was a friend of, of March 4th, uh, shout out to everybody over at the, the proven knowledge podcast. But, um, but where I usually like to start is just, uh, you know, what what was kind of the early musical memories that you guys have or what what kind of what kind of was the bug that bit you? Do you remember that moment? Was it an artist? Was it a song? Was it somebody in the family that kind of piqued your interest? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, for me, on my end, um, my mom was like a big music influence for me because she was an incredible singer. And I literally wanted to become a songwriter because of her. And this was when I was like really young. And then I also had my stepfather, um, who is a great man. I love him entirely. Um, shout out to the divine masculine in the world. <laughs> uh, he really expanded my mind when it came to the variety and the taste of different music. Um, my mom as well, like she would sing Queen to me for me to go to bed sometimes. She's like, Mama, <laughs> I killed a man. <laughs> I don't know if that's something you want to sing to your kids, but it was good for me. Um, but my dad, he he introduced me to a lot of other stuff like um, Corn and Linkin Park, who became my everything. Um, along with Evanescence. And then as I got older, I started getting into like, you know, the other artists that are out there. Um, he was really big on like Nickelback and stuff like that. He loves Nickelback. You can't tell him anything. Um, but yeah, I I just had a very large music influential experience growing up. And okay, but her mom can rap. Yes. And so Amanda's been rapping since she was like a little girl and it, it's just like in her blood. She's so talented. She can make beats and everything. And, and for me, uh, I was really raised on like classic rock and country, but of course being from Las Vegas on the East side in the nineties, you know, I grew up on like Coolio gangsta's paradise and like Return of the Mac. I'm pretty sure the year I was born was Sir Mix-a-Lot. I like Big Butts. That was the year I was born. <laughs> so, you know, naturally I like everything. And uh, I play guitar and I also rap and sing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're covered on all the genres. We like everything. Yeah, on the it was the the Mandy Mayhem episode. I I um you know, I was still trying to make out each other's voices and so i i was like i know i know one of them said that sir mix a lot that was that was a song i remember from when they were a kid and they really loved julio and like julio was like you would defend julio to the death and funny julio story so when i was 23 i'm 35 now so when i first started doing uh, music feature stories for toledo free press back in the day they're not around anymore but that really kind of helped me cut my teeth when I used to do uh, feature writing and um, Coolio was coming through Toledo and I can't remember if my editor sent it to me or if I just thought it would be a fun 
interview because like I grew up watching um I'm like a Nickelodeon kid. No disrespect to Disney. I still love like the Mighty Ducks. Heavyweights is one of my favorite movies ever. But like we grew up, my my brother, my sister, and I watching Saturday night Nickelodeon. So we'd watch all that. Keenan and Kel. We would watch um Are You Afraid of the Dark? Which now parents would probably write in about that. Like, I don't know if the kids today they'd be able to handle it, but there were some scary episodes. <laughs> the dark my cousin had a nightmare one night i digress but but coolio you know did the theme song to uh keenan and kel i believe and he was part of like that all that family and whatnot and so i and i remember uh what was it's a fantastic voyage i remember that music video in like 94 95 back when mtv would play music videos and so i was like man it'd be cool to talk to coolio and long story short it was actually one of the things that gave me the seed to like one of the seeds that was planted of, of doing podcasting. Cause at that point I hadn't done podcasting. This was 2011. Um, and, and I started my show initially in 2012, but he talked to me for like over an hour. It's just one of those moments in your life where you're like, if somebody would have told me when I was like eight years old watching Keenan and Kel, like one day you're going to be on the phone with Coolio for an hour. And it was crazy. Like he was, he was really nice. I I think he may have been, you know, uh, to be diplomatic, I think he might have been blazing at one point. I think I heard a box of something maybe open and but um but he talked to me for a long time and he it, it, and I kind of felt a little sad because he talked about how how big I promise this story is going to wrap up. But he talked about how big Gangster's Paradise had gotten and he was like, you know, growing up I was a smart kid and I did really well in school and then you know, when that movie came out, he told me the story and he's told it in other interviews about how he started writing. He's like, the pen never left a page. I remember I came in and I heard that that hook or whatever. And I just, I just, the, the song just poured out of me. And he was like, but everywhere around the world I go, people know my music and I'm well-respected, but he's like, I feel like in the States, I don't get any love. People just think all I did was gangster's paradise, but he's like, I can rap, you know? Um, so it was, anyway, it was, so when you when when I listened to that conversation and you mentioned Coolio, I'm like, oh, I gotta tell her about I gotta tell her about Coolio because yeah, may he rest in peace. But um, I definitely I I would agree with you that I I think Coolio is uh somebody who gets lost in the shuffle a little bit with the '90s, but you know he could he had some hits, man. Um, and then he went on to do like the he had like a cooking show I think or like a reality type show that he did with his family and his kids and stuff. So. Uh, that made me that made me sad, but I think some people got put onto him when he did Hot Ones with Sean Evans. I think that interview, you know, maybe put some new kids onto him. But anyway, I promise I won't talk this much during this conversation. But I had to tell you that Coolio story because it was literally one of those conversations where it was like it was surreal because I didn't think he was going to talk to me for that long. But it was also like, man. How crazy is this that, that I used to see this guy on MTV when I was a kid and now I'm I'm talking to him on the phone and uh it was one of the things that planted the seeds for doing a podcast because I was like, there's only so much you can fit in six hundred, seven hundred words in print, you know, and this dude just talked to me for like over an hour. But unfortunately I don't have that recording anymore. It's gone. It's on an old digital recorder that got damaged. But anyway. Uh -huh. I promise I won't talk this much <laughs> during this. No, you no. Talk as much as you want. Yeah. That's why we're here. And that's a beautiful experience to have, you know, even if it's no longer available to be put out there, the fact that you got to even experience that has to have been 
a serious eye-opener for you in terms of your capability of reaching people, mm-hmm. even people you admired growing up. That's almost like, no, that's exactly kind of how I felt when we got to meet Maya in person. And I'm like, I watched you on Teletubbies, though. <laughs> like, I was born in 95, honey. Like, I was an infant. Like, Maya, please. Be, you my Maya. Thank you. And just being able to meet her. I'm sorry I didn't meet a step body, but I was like, I got to hear no. the story. How'd y'all meet Maya? Oh, my God. So, we went to uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. What, what happened was we were doing a logo for somebody mm-hmm. who works in Little Rock at the um the civil rights museum and they do uh you know those little rock nine when they bust in the black kids and and the uh jfk had to send out the national guard and Mm -hmm. there's famous pictures of them coming into the school and there's people throwing stuff at them and you know those that famous moment there's a whole museum built off of that so we're, we're doing this logo for this guy Cochise, shout out Cochise, and he said, uh, well, Maya's coming out, you know, and I'm like, what, this weekend? He's like, yeah, it's free. I'm like, free? We're two hours away, like, we can get there. He's like, well, y'all should come out, so we're like, let's go, and we went to the Juneteenth Festival. There's a video on our YouTube of us interviewing people at the Juneteenth Festival, um, some older folks, young, younger folks, and then what does Juneteenth mean to you? You know, a lot of people didn't know, even though now it's a national holiday, a lot of people still don't know, you know, that freedom wasn't wasn't really there for everybody mm-hmm. for a while. So the Juneteenth is a real celebration, especially for Black people that, um, you know, that they were free in the South. And so, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful experience. Uh, the parade and all the people there. We're waiting for Maya. And she comes out and I didn't expect to be so shocked, but I'm like in tears, like, oh my God, it's Maya. And I had no idea that I was going to feel like that. But, you know, that's the the kind of feeling that you get when you're living in your purpose where, you know, we might be one of the few lucky ones that get to do what we love, right? So in those moments, it's just even that much more special for us to to be there. And I remember looking at you and I was like, wow, you know, and sure enough, Maya performs and she said, everybody come meet me at the, at the museum. So we're mm-hmm. like, what? So we grab our little chairs and we run down there and share <laughs> Maya wants to meet us so you know we gave her our business card and I showed her a little flyer that I had made with her image and she's like y'all made that mm-hmm. and I'll say yes queen we want to work for you we want to work for your your record label planet nine she said well look I'm looking for someone to help me with a lyric video I said well we got you sure enough Maya's assistant emailed us the next day Maya said she wants to work with y'all so you know we got to we got to go back and forth with Maya for a little while and, you know. I'm sure it won't be the last time. Um, dreams really do come true. They do. I think that's. Definitely. That's kind of the 
the point that we're getting to when you talk about Coolio and just like being a little kid, you you might never imagine you can you can touch that level of success. You know, to some people it might be money or um, you know working for a certain person or company, but for us it's just really like being able to manifest those moments where some people might not be able to believe that it's possible, but for us, it's like an everyday life. We get to talk to tons of people. And mm. I mean, they might not be necessarily Maya status, but some of these up and coming artists that are out here, they might only have a thousand followers, but man, when I tell you they blow our mind and, and the talent out here is unreal. It's really unbelievable what we get to what we get to do every day for a living. And you know, I'm so grateful for that. That's so cool. Thank you for sharing that story with me, man. Like I I and the listeners when when they hear this, uh, I mean they're gonna be hearing it now, but people listening, you know what I mean? Like we're recording this and then you'll hear it. But um, but no, that's really cool. And I think that's cool that um that you know, you mentioned manifestation, and I know you guys have talked about that a little bit, and 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 it's cool when I can talk to people about that stuff because I even saw the custom jerseys that you guys had on for um, uh, was it uh, Central Arkansas Pride? I think I mm-hmm. saw a that, and Amanda, your jersey had three 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 on it, so maybe we can we can get into that because I see that number all the time, and I could tell you the story the first time I saw it and it, like blew my mind, but. But no, I th- I think it's cool about where there's this quote that uh, luck is where preparation and opportunity meet, you know, and you kind of hear people say sometimes that we make our own luck. And in a lot of ways, I, I believe that. So I think it's cool that it's like you guys found out she was going to be there. You showed up, you get your opportunity to meet her, you give her your business card, you show her the work that you did. And she's like, wow, you guys did that. And then you get to you get to do, you know, some work with her and her assistant hits you up like that's. You know, I, I I always go back to, too, and I was thinking about it today, like good things happen to good people in due time. You know, um, sometimes, yeah, you see you see bad people winning or people who do bad things winning. But I really believe, you know, karma goes both ways. You know, whatever you do good will come back. Whatever you do bad will come back. You know, life is kind of cyclical in that way, I think. So I, I think it's really cool, <clears throat> like you said, that you got to meet Maya. And, and to your point, Elise, like, I feel like I'm in the same boat with my show where, you know, I get a chance to talk to a lot of up and coming artists as well. And kind of the same thing, you know, just with where I'm at with my, with my podcast, um, as a, you know, a, a guy who's, you know, grinding and, and trying to grow my audience. Like I get a chance to talk to a lot of up and coming creators. And, um, I think people forget everybody starts somewhere, you know, Post Malone's one of the biggest artists in the planet. And like, what eight years ago nobody knew his name you know he was in his buddy's closet you know in in la with some friends who were making uh like twitch videos or whatever and he would do goofy stuff and then all of a sudden white iverson comes out and it was khalifa's talking about it and mac miller's talking about it and it just goes viral you know like everybody starts somewhere so you know i'm i'm with i'm with y'all in that respect where it's like i i'm i'm just as excited talking to an artist that you know, doesn't have a, 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 a lot of followers as I am when I get to talk to somebody who's sold millions of records, you know, because that same creativity exists within them. It's just they're at different stages of their career, you know? Right. Yeah. And right. success is defined differently for people. 
You know, you don't need major numbers from a record label or from a corporate industry to feel successful in your craft. Sometimes it could be if you have a thousand followers, if a hundred of those followers really believe in you, you can make a living off of that. And it's really about the energy that you are giving to these people that are giving you their energy. It's the genuine interactions that you have with these people because they're learning to love you through your craft. And it's really easy to love people back. <laughs> um, you know, and I think that's one of the best things that even I have learned with, you know, some some of my experiences doing the podcast or even doing the mixtape queens um with graphic design and stuff like that. Like I didn't think that I would be any good at, you know, creating artwork the way that I create it now. And now I'm like, okay, what do you need? <laughs> you know? So it it really is about catering to the people that resonate with your craft because everybody won't, but those who do genuinely do get you and they do see you. So Yeah, and shout out to all those people who are moving in that direction for community and humanity to come together because a lot of times especially on social media it's sort of like drowned out with the numbers and the likes and the and you know showing off and and I think you know there, there's a big part of doing a podcast that that brings a deeper level to that community and that connection between all of us as humans mm-hmm. um it, it's pretty special and luckily we've been able to focus our heart and our intention into bringing something to the world because anybody can do something crazy and get a bunch of views or likes and you know you can even run ads and and funnel people to make a bunch of money you know that's all cool but who's really out here trying to spread the love mm. and trying to spread the music and trying to lift people's spirit? I think that's where a lot of a lot of um, social media is kind of missing that that heart. Mm. You know, and you see it in the comments of of posts and even in some of the music that's out there. It's just so hollow and empty. And mm. I think that's where we strive to bring that love to people that they may not necessarily feel that Mm. you know even if their music doesn't reach that level or doesn't connect with us like we're so set on spreading that love to people that we don't ever want anyone to feel like they're they're not connecting with somebody so I think that deep connection that genuine like hey you know like we got love for you I think that's really um, something that we really we value. Yeah, we value that. Oh, yeah, that's our value. Yeah, that's our value for sure. And like we lead with our hearts, and I mean it hasn't steered us wrong right. <laughs> at all. <laughs> and uh, you know that even goes with the like you mentioned the jerseys. Um, 
the numbers on the jerseys. Like, I'm going to start with Elise's jersey, which is the number 24. That number holds a lot of value. Um, her birthday is on the 4th, the 24th of April. And my grandmother's birthday was also on the 24th. That was my favorite person. That was like my everything. Uh, and 424 has been like a consistent, I mean, consistent. We see it every single day. We see it every single day. Like there's not a time that we miss 424. And so that is some something that she put on her jersey to signify that number. And when you look it up, it says that it is a divine, it's a real divine number of timing. It means that this is what you're supposed to be doing. And if, if you keep catching it, you're supposed to continue to doing, do what you're doing because it's obviously doing what it's supposed to do <laughs> if that makes any sense to anybody and then um three 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 for me is i was born on the third at um 11 33 a.m so in i december. take yeah and, and it's in, in december which is you know a 12 but that's consistent of a lot of threes <laughs> so it's just um that's that's my 333 is my go-to for sure. And I see that all the time as well. It's a very um, important number for me. Um, I've always done things in three. I am all, also um, a third generation in the name Amanda in my family. So uh, our great-great-grandmother who started the line as far back as we know, her name was Amanda. And she named my grandma, and then my grandma named me after her. Amanda the third. So Amanda the third. So three, three, three. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm a big believer in uh, like numerology and angel numbers and stuff, man. Like, uh, you know, my my mom's a really spiritual person, um, and it's cool to hear you guys talk about strong strong females in your life. Um, you know, it's important to have, it's, it's important to have both if you can, you know, um, but some of us only get one or the other. Like I, I was fortunate that, you know, I, I had, um, you know, a good mom and dad and, and, you know, when they divorced, I ended up with, with good step parents too. Um, I digress, but my mom is really spiritual and, um, like she, she even got into, uh, tarot. She's very, she's a very intuitive person, like borderline, I don't know if I'd say like psychic, but she like that whole thing, my mom, like the mom's intuition, like if that was in, you know, Merriam-Webster's dictionary, I feel like my mom's face should be next to it because it's like, she's the definition of that. Like she can read people very well. She gets like feelings and stuff about things, but, and she also got into palm reading and stuff, but um, she's somebody who's like very spiritually in tune. So like, I can talk about that kind of stuff with her. Cause sometimes when you talk to people about this stuff, they look at you like you're crazy. You know what I mean? Which always makes me laugh because it's like there's people who are really religious and it's like, okay, and I and I believe in a higher power. I definitely believe there's a, a God, what, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I don't focus on gender, male, female. I just believe that there's this loving force in the universe and it's there for you whenever you want to call upon it, even, even if you're in the dark. Um, so whether people want to call it Allah, God, whatever – uh, Buddha, like to me, it's all connected. I digress, but, um, but yeah, I, 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 those numbers, um, 
even three three three. Um, I I remember years ago I did an interview with uh, with a rapper. His name's Rain Wilder. I don't know if he's if he's still active um, or not, but um, really really talented dude. And he had it tattooed on his neck. And um, somehow it came up in the conversation, and I can't I can't really remember exactly because this is going back probably almost ten years. And I remember I was in my first apartment, and um, and I was watching I was watching this show, and it was like this. I think it's still on. It's kind of like a candid camera show where they go undercover and then see how people react. So maybe somebody will be doing something kind of mean, like messing with like an old lady at a bakery or something, and they'll see if people try to step in and help or be cool. Um, and there was this episode where they pretended to have a flat tire and like nobody was helping them. And this young kid comes up and, and helps them. And um, and they eventually tell him like, hey, this is actually candid camera. We just wanted to see if people would help. And you were the first one that came up. Like, why did you come up and help? And he started talking and he was like, oh, dude, it's just, you know, giving back and being helpful and blah, 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 blah. And, um, and then he mentioned mental alchemy. Like he brought that up. He's like, that's what this is. It's mental alchemy and helping people and being good to people. So then I Googled it after the episode and it was like, um, I think it was like the hermetic law or something, but I, I Googled it. And one of the things that came up was you will see this when you're meant to see it. That's how you will discover this at the time of your life. And I was like by myself in my apartment and I just went, oh my God, this is so crazy. But after that conversation, <laughs> I started I started in that interview with Rain, I started seeing 333 all the time. And that angel number meaning is like, I think it's basically like your your spirit guides or your angels are are with you. You have like divine protection. So when you see that number, it's kind of a reminder, like, okay, like you're being guided right now, you're being protected. So um, so yeah, when I saw the numbers on the jerseys, I was like, all right, we're getting into triple digits. So I know there's something, there's something behind these. So I appreciate you guys um, sharing that with me. And um, I guess just to get into it even a little bit further, and thank you so much again, Amanda and Elise, for for doing this. I'm really excited to talk with y'all because, like I said, I feel like a positive kinship with you guys, man. But um, for people who aren't aware, how did how did this concept of the mixtape queens get hatched? Because, one, it is a dope name for a brand and a podcast. Um, and I didn't even know initially that you guys did all your own artwork or anything until I started really digging into it, the graphic design, making mis- mixtapes. So um, like you talked about at the jump, you get, music has been with you guys since you were a kid and there's family connections to it. But how did your paths cross? And then when did this idea eventually get hatched to be like, oh, this would be cool not only to do mixtapes, but to do a podcast where we we put on other creators? Right. I'm going to let her start this one off. Elise is going to tell the beginning of it, and I can kind of jump in some point. <laughs> right. Well, I did start, well, I started doing graphic design and Photoshop. I started web, I did my first website when I was 11 on Angel Fire, and I'm 36 now. So, <laughs> yeah, Angel Fire. And uh, I've been using Photoshop for over 20 years. And it led me into like high school and I was really self-conscious. So like, I I wanted to like take pictures and like look beautiful and I would just learn how to Photoshop. So I could like take off a pimple or I could make me and my friends like, you know, have a cool background. And um, as I got older, I had some friends who did music. So I would do like their mixtape covers and 
um, I ended up doing a website for one of my favorite artists, Leanne Rhymes, just like a fan website. And that's when I really got into, you know, okay, I'm, I'm getting kind of good at this. And so I ended up going to college at the Art Institute of Las Vegas. And um, I, it took me a while. I had a, a business called Lovely Karma Designs. It didn't really do much for a while. But, you know, I loved hip hop, I loved music. So I would do a lot of cover art. Like that was just kind of my thing. And, and back then it was all mixtapes. So I did like mixtape covers, I would do photography, video production, and um, kind of just a thing on the side. And I got into about 2012, um, I started thinking, man, maybe I, I'm onto something bigger here. And I just came up with the mixtape queen and it took me a while to kind of like get the domain, start rebranding myself. But at that point I had already done maybe two, 300 mixtape covers. So I was like, okay, I, I'm pretty strong in this mixtape game. I know a lot of people do mixtapes. I think that's like a market. So I just went ahead. I'm like, I'm the mixtape queen. And I think it took a lot of confidence, <laughs> maybe, uh, you know, <laughs> extra confidence but <laughs> <laughs> somehow in my mind I had like a vision and I was like well I could start a magazine I can tour the world I can meet artists and I had this big thing in my head and I don't think I ever even rediscovered that idea until recently after I met Amanda because you know it kind of fizzled out mixtapes kind of fizzled out it's all digital and then I thought well maybe that's not for me but I met Amanda in 2020 and, uh, you know, we fell in love and, uh, about a year later we were engaged, we got married. So it's been about almost four years. So, uh, you know, I told her right away, this is what I'm kind of passionate about, but it's kind of on the back burner. And, you know, we both kind of just had that in common, like music was our passion. And I, I kind of talked her into it, like, look, we could really do a lot with this. If you, if you are down, we could put our heads together and we can reach out to artists across the world. We can do graphic design for them. We can create our own business. And she said, let's do it. And so for a good three years solid, we've been slowly but surely creeping back up to the level that we're at now. And, you know, I'm so blessed to have a partner because at one point I had kind of given up and thought, you know, maybe I'll just work a job or something. I don't know. But I, I mean, we're really blessed because every day we get to do what we love. We get to work with artists all across the world. And it was really Amanda's idea almost a year ago that we started the podcast. And, um, it, you know, it's, it's been a learning curve and it's, you know, it's, it's interesting because, um, I, I mean, as you must know, it's kind of nerve wracking at first, especially if you're just getting 20 listeners or so, and, you know, we put our heart and soul into it and, you know, it's a lot easier with two people. So, um. You know, we definitely have been 
putting our heart and soul into it. And the, the mixtape queen has become the mixtape queens. And we also have several other people who are ambassadors for us around the world mm-hmm. who represent us. And um, not only do we work with talented female artists, but also artists of all genres, all um, identities and different kinds of people. So um, it, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. I mean, she said everything. It pretty much sums it up. I mean, I literally saw her working. She just like offhandedly one day. And this is what really sparked me to say, holy, you need to be doing this. Like, I'll do whatever you need me to do as long as you're doing that. And um, I think you were working on something for Big Cass. Shout out to Big Cass. Yeah. Our brother. but she was working on something for him. I believe it was like a logo or it was like an album art or something like that. And I said, whoa, you are amazing. You have to be doing this. And I I had already made up in my mind, like, I'll do whatever. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll work wherever you need me to work. If you want me to work at home with you, if you want me to work at this company over here, I don't care. Whatever I can do. To support that, I'm in a hundred percent. And um, we've been a hundred percent independent, working from home through the mixtape queens for two years. Mm-hmm. Solid now. That's awesome. Yeah. So well, I've been two years. She's been it's my first year. It, she's been a whole year independent. And I'll tell you what, we're never going back. Mm-mm. You'll see us making mixtapes under a bridge before you ever see us <laughs> working for anybody else. No, it's true. <laughs> it's true, hundred percent. And and yeah, so we do make mixtapes now, and and our mixtapes have been converted from, you know, burning CDs out of our trunk to current day Apple Music, Spotify playlists, mm-hmm. which are all different themes. Like we have a spiritual mixtape, a conscious rap, gospel, hip hop little bit of everything we mm-hmm. got a one love reggae mixtape working on our rock one our country one uh you know really getting it together because there's so many different genres of music out there but um we're really appreciative of every single genre there's not one genre that has like bad music right um it it just depends on who the artist is right and I I feel really dedicated to like prove people wrong you know those people you always hear those people all the time oh well music isn't what it used to be and it's like well it's actually gotten better but I mean I understand music you know you there's some classics and you know you know you you want to hang on to that nostalgic but current day music industry is amazing I mean if you had if you don't have a genre, I don't know what to tell you. You gotta, you gotta talk to the mixtape queens. Tell us what your genre. We'll make a mixtape just for you. Yeah. Like there's, if you love frogs or you love, you know, music about folk music. I don't know. You could love any type of theme of music nowadays, and there's some music out there for you. Mm. And it's good. It's good. That's true. You gotta tap into that for sure. 
Yeah, I think I saw on your your YouTube channel, you guys even had like, uh, and it was like over an hour long. It was a, like a lo-fi, like a chill lo-fi mix that you guys did. <laughs> yeah, we just did that. Yeah, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of people who like to listen to that stuff, like people like me who work on a computer, you know, during the day. Like, you know, sometimes like I can't listen to something really heavy. You know, I got to listen to like something chill, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll have to send you a couple, since you guys are the mixtape queens, I've I've only made... I've only made like two on my Spotify right now. I did a I did a March fourth volume one um, for everybody that I had in like the first two years since I rebranded the show. So it's got a little bit of everything on there, you know, some country, rap, rock, some sad boy stuff, some more upbeat <laughs> stuff, you know. Um, and then I did another one of like my old school. Well, I say old school, right? Our parents' generation will be like. Don't call that old. That's what we grew up with. <laughs> but um, but like early '90s and like '90s, like hip hop and stuff. You know, like Craig Mack, Flavor in Year. You know, uh, Return of the Mac is on there. But like a lot of my, a lot of my favorite like '90s '90s rap. So I'll have to send that to you guys, and you can you can let me know. You know how how you how you think I curated it. But no, I think that's really cool. I think it's really cool that you guys are fully independent and and making a living doing what you love to do because that's the ultimate dream i think um and it's cool to be courageous enough to do it and and elise i'm glad that amanda was like that angel that came into your life that was like the kick in the butt to like actually you know continue to do it and like you know be a voice to to do it you know and 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 you know the fact that you guys can lean on each other is cool and and yeah like you said i mean you know people people pay a lot of attention to downloads and stuff. Um, and it's easy when you're creating content to kind of get lost in that sometimes and look at it or look at shows that have really big numbers and compare yourself to it. And I, I've tried to really not do that. Um, I had somebody recently um, that they started a podcast and they asked me like, Hey, how many downloads do you get? And I don't really tell people that because it's like, it's not two people, but it's not 2 million people either. You know what I mean? And my whole thing is like, you know, you know, you vibe with your tribe, people will find you, you know, um, I think I sent him an article of like, hey, here's here's kind of what you can expect if you're out the gate, like, this is kind of like the average. And if you're at this level, like, that's pretty good, you know, but I think people just got to do stuff because they love to do it and not focus so much on the numbers. And that's, that's what I'm trying to do. Like, even though I'm trying to grow the show. You know, you got to do it because you love to do it. Because if you don't love doing it, it's kind of like, what's the point? We all we only have so much time on this planet. There's 24 hours in a day, and it doesn't matter if you're Maya or Jay Z or Nickelback or if you're the mixtape queens or me. Like we all get the same amount of time at the end of the day. So it's like, why not spending it? You know, doing what you love to do. I mean, we all got to eat. We all got to pay bills. Um, but if you can crack that code and and break that nine to five kind of life and and do what you love to do. That's like the chef's kiss, man. So kudos to you guys for, for being able to make that, that transition and do what you love to do, you know? And that's what was cool about learning about y'all. Cause I didn't realize at first I thought, I thought, Oh, wow, this is cool. This is a positive podcast. And you know, they, they, they know Anthony church. And I, I didn't realize you guys are doing graphic design and all that too. And I think that's really awesome. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of different things that we are um, 
just now uh, kind of ready to do with our artists that we have worked with and artists that don't know much about us that are finding out about us. They go to our website and then we check our services and things of that sort. And we have now one-on-one coaching uh, where we will um, help coach different artists or entrepreneurs through what their branding looks like to them and feels like to them, how they want to present it to the world and how that can bring income that brings stability for them into their lives. And just like different types of marketing strategies as well. So there's that, there's, we do uh, videography, photography. So there's no real limit to what we do for creatives out here. Um, I mean, we live and breathe it <laughs> every single day. I don't think we really take days off, but it's it's a good thing because it's something we genuinely enjoy doing like every day. And um, I love, I love us all being like really authentic and into the different types of artists that we see out here. Um, I mean, like I will always bring this up because 2023 has been like a really big eye opener for me in terms of just how you authentically present yourself as a creative. Um, I think it's really interesting and unique to see a lot of these different artists have um, a style, but it doesn't match what they are putting out, but it's still amazing. Like we just saw a guy, he looks like he's going to be a country rock star and he does techno music and it is like hilariously beautiful. And he's so good. He's like, he's amazing. And then like to see these girls who are just like their uh, Meg Thee Stallion or the city girls and you think that they're going to say something ratchet and they're doing like pop music like really bubblegum pop music that's like super cute and like friendly. And like you see other people that you may have deemed like nerds back in the day with like elf ears and like they like to dress up in costumes and they're doing like really ratchet music. And I love that because I'm like, whoa, you know, I'm seeing I'm seeing people's personality. And I think that's something that has been blocked probably since the early 2000s right? because of imagery and the way that you present yourself for these major labels. Well, now as an artist and a creative, you don't need them. And that's a, that's one of the best things that you can hear <laughs> as a creative. You don't need a major label exec to give you anything anymore. You don't need anybody to sign you. You don't need any contracts. And you can genuinely live off of what makes you feel joy, what makes you feel good, and really be happy in that and joyful in that. Like she she would say so many times, what's your excuse when there are people literally sitting in their bedroom and singing in the mirror, in the mirror, and getting paid? For singing in the mirror in their bedroom doesn't don't have to perform on stage for anybody don't you know and um I think that that is also something that can hinder people is the 
a fear of like judgment that they might get or backlash that they might get from people on the internet because there are a lot of internet bullies out there but we like for example we choose to turn those negatives into the best positive response that we can give um we don't feed the the negative we give the positive in return for the negative because that'll it balances itself out it will always balance itself out like yeah you gotta spread the love yeah it's not the time to sit there and argue and you know we all have an opinion but a lot of times like an opinion without heart is just a weapon Mm -hmm. and that's what a lot of us are doing is like shooting each other down and and that's not fair to any of us like we have to take the responsibility and the accountability to like be that love like and and put your ego aside for a second when somebody's calling you out calling you ugly or or shaming people and you know you might just want to be like having justice in your heart like hey don't do that you're wrong but you know what a, a lot of times all all people need is love like and acceptance and you gotta you gotta be that person in the world you can't expect everybody else to do it you gotta do it yourself that's true that's true those are great words yeah and i, I appreciate you guys sharing that because it's important. Like I, I really believe not to sound cheesy, but love, love is like the, the, the strongest force in the, in the universe, you know, as strong as hate and negativity is. And, and sadly, as much as a lot of that controversial stuff sells at the end of the day, I think both from a spiritual and a monetary standpoint, I think if you, if you lead with love, you're, you're always going to come out better than if you go the other way and try to tear somebody down. Like you, you might get so far stepping on people, um, but at the end of the day, I, I don't feel like, you know, and you mentioned a little a little bit ago, Amanda, that, um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of how you said it, like um, about negativity and, and leading with love and, and doing the right things. Like there, there's so far you'll get doing that before eventually it catches up to you. And um, success, that's what you were talking about. Success means different things to different people. And some people, they just care about money or they just care about numbers. But at the end of the day, I think if you lead with love and you care about the work that you do and you care about how you treat people, good things will happen to you in due time. And and it's cool to see people that, that, I mean, like when I look at some big artists, like I'll go back to Post Malone again. I've I've never really seen, I mean, and who knows, right? Maybe behind the scenes, he's not cool, but I've never seen a moment that he's had with anybody where it doesn't look like he's he's trying to bring joy to him, whether it's a performance or people who he meets out on the street. And he's a, he's a very unique cat. And I think a guy like him, part of the reason he's, he's so, I think, global in what he's doing, it, it's not just the kind of music that he's making, but he just seems like a really genuine guy. And I think that speaks to people, you know, people can feel authenticity and he's comfortable just being who he is. Like when he's dancing on stage or the outfits that he's wearing, like it's not traditionally what you would see in the more hip hop stuff or the more country stuff that he does, or even the more popular stuff that he does, you know, it's not, his image isn't like this streamlined, you know, he's, he chain smokes, he's got a bunch of tats. He's changing his hair and his look a lot. He wears what he wants to wear. Um, he was rocking Crocs and then he got like a deal with Crocs. Like he wasn't rocking like designer shoes. And 
I think it's important for people to like, and he's just one example, but it's important to lead with love. And I think that's, what's really awesome about what you guys are doing. Like in the shows that I listen to getting ready for this um, again, one of the things that I really thought was awesome. Like I told you guys, I think before we hit record was um, you guys giving people space to speak and, and, and allowing them to complete their thoughts when you would ask them questions. And I think it's really cool to let interviews breathe like that. Um, but also just the positive vibes. I mean, every day, like the Instagram stories that I see where you guys are, are putting on other creators, um, the stuff you share on, on your wall. Um, happy anniversary, by the way. I think I saw you guys post something on October 23rd that it was your anniversary. So happy anniversary. But uh, but yeah, I'm, I don't really even have a question right now. I feel like I'm just ranting, but um, I, I'm, I'm glad that our our paths have, have crossed and um, I'm really excited for you guys. I think you're just at like the tip of the iceberg of what you're going to be able to do and you've already been able to impact a lot of people in a positive way. So just keep doing it for for what it's worth coming from somebody you just met digitally doing this podcast and, and taking the time to come on my show. Just keep doing your thing, man. Thank you. We appreciate that. And you too, you do that as well. Um, it's really been an honor. We don't take it lightly when people allow us to be a part of their platform and express ourselves and show people our personality. Um, I had fun. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. Um, yeah, yeah. And you too. I mean, we just listened to a couple episodes and you know, we didn't really know anything about you, but it just, it feels so good to know that there's people out there that you can connect to, because I think a lot of us, you know, especially during the holidays, it's like, we're trying to back off of social media a little bit. It becomes so addicting when you're in that scroll and, you know, you're, you know, you're trying to get away from it a little bit, but the truth is we need each other. Mm. We need each other's voice and we need to, we need connection. Like a lot of us don't have that in our everyday life, going to work, go to the store, go home, you know, we need each other. So, you know, keep doing what you're doing too, because, uh, you know, even if it's just, you know, a handful of people that makes such a difference and, and who knows what's in store because there's only room to grow from here. So it'll be exciting to see what's in store for all of us. I think podcast is not going anywhere. I think it's a a deeper level of social media that opens that conversation and that that deeper connection for us. So let me just say this. Shout out to all of us, especially the podcasters out here that are putting in the work and all the editing we have to do. I just want to throw that out there. A lot of editing. Um, but shout out to us because I I genuinely feel really freaking great about myself every time we get to interview somebody and help them feel like, oh, I got status. I've been on a podcast before, okay? And a good podcast at that. It doesn't look like crap. It looks great. It They're putting in the work. They're promoting me. They're promoting my music. They're promoting my brand. And I'm really out here doing something. 
like to have the ability to make people feel great about their progress because that is progress that is progress I mean we have literally had artists that we adore um but they freeze up and they have not done their podcast episode yet think you know out of fear and we just show them love you know we keep amping them up we keep saying yes look we didn't forget about you we want you to come on <laughs> you know because it's um it's not easy putting yourself out there but it is a beautiful experience getting to know the genuine energy that wants to celebrate you that wants to uplift you so if i'm leaving anybody with anything it'll be that let us celebrate you let us uplift you um don't hide yourself from the world because you know the world needs people like you they need to hear your voice they need to hear your story and they need to hear the authenticity that you um cultivate for yourself so that they can feel authentic in themselves and free to express themselves in a genuine way so we can uplift ourselves as a whole on this planet because we are all fighting for the same thing at the end of the day everybody is internally fighting for the same thing yeah so and if you're out there and you're listening i know it's hard to think Ooh, let me spend a lot of my life that I don't have time for on social media. It just sounds dreadful. But you know what? Let's start putting that to the side because we need that inspiration. I made a poll on Instagram today. The only choice was yes. So if you had to vote in the poll, you had to choose yes. <laughs> that was the only option. Do you want more motivation in your life daily? That was the only answer was yes. And people are choosing it. So be that motivation, mm -hmm. be that person that's like, okay, you know, I'm not here for the clout, but if you can help one person, even one person a year, it don't have to be a lot, mm -hmm. just do it. Put yourself out there, put your music out there, put your heart out there, do mm -hmm. it. This is true. I have personally experienced this this year. It has been absolutely amazing to me. I mean, I've like... I have another podcast it's called in my sister's garden um and i got to talk to some of the people that i truly admire the most and um their their pages to me are huge um and i've i've gotten a seasoned dialogue shout out to you you beautiful beautiful gorgeous woman and being um i reached out to her and never thought in a million years that she would respond back and say yeah i'll be on your podcast and she hit me back up like the same night and was like yes sign me up that date is perfect <laughs> and then um another person ihime aura um shout out to you you beautiful queen and she's an amazing writer and she has all these beautiful things to say about um ancestors and spirit and uh she she messaged me for like the first time in two, three years that I've been following her, just showing love and support. And she said, hey, Amanda, I just want to say thank you so much for the love that you've shown me over these years. I see you. And I would like to talk to you about being on your podcast. I about passed out when she said that. <laughs> it was like a really good feeling of not just 
them wanting to be on my podcast because yes, that's a good feeling, but it does not compare to them recognizing the genuine love that I'm giving out and then giving that back in their in their own way. Like to me, that is an, an immaculate thing. And um we just want everybody to yeah. tap into that. Yeah. Tap into that greatness inside of you and 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 let that be what you spread in the world. Mm-hmm. Let that be your your opinion. You know, everybody got an opinion. Let it be love. Yeah. Let it be light. And let that shit shine. Period. <laughs> Period. Well, Amanda, it's, uh, I usually ask people, like, hey, share, you know, with the theme of the show being perseverance and moving forward, if, if there's something you want to leave people with. But that was so positive and beautiful. I think that's a, a great place to to put a button on this bad boy. But um, like I said, it's not just lip service. I really appreciate what you guys are doing. And um, and, and Elise, especially with, uh, you know, with what you're going through right now to still take the time to come on the show. I really appreciate it. So thank you so much because I totally would understand if, if you couldn't. And I'll be thinking about you and your family, uh, especially during the holiday season and everything. But um, but hang in there, you know, just to give that love right back at you. You know what I mean? Um, um, I feel a kinship with you guys, and I, I'm I'm just grateful that our paths crossed. And thanks again for being patient, because um, I didn't forget about y'all over these last couple of months. And um, I'm glad that people are rocking with you and that that your brand is growing. And I think it's going to continue to grow because you guys you guys got good hearts, man. Like, um, I, I I just intuitively, you know, uh, usually my intuition doesn't lead me astray. Sometimes it has, uh, but but usually I'm a pretty good read of people, and you guys are good souls, man. So I'm glad that you guys met each other, and you have that shared love for each other, and you're you know, you're you're partners in 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 crime, but I I'd rather say partners in love and what you're doing. So thank you so much for taking the time to do the show. I will uh, obviously put up the links in the podcast description for people who aren't aware. But if people listening to this are new to the mixtape queens, let them know where they can find you mixtapequeens.com there it is and then there you will find at the top all the links to our social media platforms facebook youtube instagram 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 is our main platform definitely hit us up in the dms if you are looking to have any work done for your brand your business yourself or you're looking for one-on-one coaching anything like that definitely go to mixtapequeens.com and if you want your music on any of our playlists um, go to our website contact us anyway and we'd love to share you know we share everybody we Mm -hmm. support everybody so hit us up don't be shy and to you king thank you so much we appreciate you and you are an honorary brother now Uh, you can't get rid of us yeah (laughs) stuck <laughs> the kind words you guys are honorary sisters and just just fellow good souls man like i uh again i, I really appreciate it it's 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 good when you come across good people you know and i feel really fortunate doing this show like again just to tie it all together like you know when you lead with love good things come back you know and i i do this because i truly love to do it you know outside of my day job and other responsibilities that i have just as a as a son and a brother and an uncle and a friend and, you know, an employee and all that. And, um, 
it's it's cool to connect with people. I feel kind of like called to do this in a weird way. And I don't even mean that in a self-righteous way. Like I just love connecting with people in a positive way. So uh, it's it's nice to be called a king because I definitely don't feel like a king. Uh, but I'll take it from from the mixtape queens, man. So thank you guys so much. And this won't be the last time. There's a, there's a lot of other stuff I'd love to ask you, but I don't want to chew your ear off. Um, and I want to let you guys get back to your night. But uh, you, you're definitely welcome back here anytime. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Come visit us um, on the Mixtape Queens podcast. We would love to have you. Hey, I'm down. I'm down. We can work it out. You know, uh, that would be that would be awesome. I would definitely be honored, man. Like I said, I just I I really love what you guys are doing and, um, you know, putting on, you know, putting people on to 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 music that maybe they they weren't aware of and and artists and helping people with graphic design and all that. Um, I might even have to pick y'all's brains because I, like I said, I'm such a caveman with some of that stuff, man. I'm I'm trying to get into, into the video editing stuff. I'm excited about it, but it, it's like, it's always like that first time, you know, when you're getting ready to jump in the water and you're like, you, you know, if you just dip your toe and you're like, Oh my God, that's cold. Like you just got to jump. And I'm like, I'm right there at the edge of the dock where I'm like, I feel like video content is like a whole new world and I just haven't dipped my toes in yet. So I'll have to pick y'all's brains about some graphic design and stuff. But um, well, thank you again so much, Amanda and Elise, for real. Um, let's definitely keep in touch. Keep doing what you're doing. I think that's so awesome that you guys are doing it for a living too. Um, like that's 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 something for me to aspire to, man. I'd love I'd love to to grow March fourth and get it to that point. And I know I got to put more work in. I do three episodes a month now just to kind of balance it with life and the day job and stuff. But um, I'd like to get it to weekly and and start doing more. I feel like people like video clips, you know, and like I said, I'm such like an old man caveman. And I'm like, ah, oh, TikTok is that really going to help? And I've had a few people say stuff like, dude, you need to do video stuff. You should do like the audio versions on YouTube. It automatically syncs up, which is cool. Um, but I feel like the video stuff people engage with a little bit more. So we'll see, but, um, definitely keep in touch y'all. And again, at least I'll be thinking about you and your gram. Um, uh, like you. I said, I literally have a picture of my grandparents every time I do one of these because to try to like keep me in the zone when I get on rants or just be calm when I get a little nervous um because as many of these as I've done now I still get a little antsy right beforehand when I get ready to talk to people you know but um I'll definitely be thinking about you and your family um you know and, and stay in touch man I, I I appreciate the love and and the positive vibes and I think you guys are just getting started, man. I think I think the world is gonna gonna know y'all, and and there's a lot of people who already do. So just keep doing your thing. Thank you so much. Oh, appreciate you, King, and yeah. we hope you have a beautiful and blessed rest of your night. Yeah, thank you. All righty dighty, there you have it. That was my conversation with Amanda and Elise, aka the Mixtape Queens. Make sure you go follow them on Instagram at the Mixtape Queens. Their website is mixtapequeens.com. And once again, if you love new music, if you love checking out new artists, if you love music of all kinds, man, I don't care if you're into hip hop, rock, if you're into lo-fi, if you're into jazz, whatever, you name it, they've they've probably got a mixtape for you. And if not, they can make one for you. And beyond that, if you're an artist out there that's looking to grow your brand, looking to grow your reach, 
looking for somebody to design a dope album cover for you, reach out to the Mixtape Queens. Like I said at the jump, man, from graphic design to branding, networking, photography, their podcast, and more. They are a one-stop shop for so many services. And beyond that, they are very, very kind and down-to-earth women. And I really appreciate them taking the time to come on this podcast and share more about their love story as a couple and also building up the mixtape queens to where they are now and where they're going, man. The sky is the limit for those two. I'm not just saying it because they were kind enough to come on the podcast. Um, and I know I preface and say that a lot with a lot of people, you know, that I have on the show, man, but it's really, it's, it's really true. Like I don't put anybody on my platform if I don't think that they would be a good fit for the theme of the show or kind of what I'm about. Cause my message is very much one of love and positivity. You know, um, I know controversy, controversy as in Hershey, uh, I know controversy sells. There you go, Mike. My nose is a little stuffy as I'm doing this one today, y'all. Uh, I know controversy sells. I know negativity sells. Um, I know feuds and drama sell. But over here, man, um, I'm going against the grain. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to to let people know about love and light and positivity and music and overcoming, you know, difficult times and 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 you know pushing through the darkness to get to the light, man. And and that's very much what those guys do as well. As you heard in that conversation, we talked about love. We talked about, you know, uplifting people and uplifting other people out there, other creators and sharing music. And uh, I just, I'm, I'm just really proud of what they're doing and I'm really excited about what they're doing. And and I feel really grateful that they took the time to come on the show. So I just want to say directly to Amanda and Elise, thank you so much, you guys, for taking the time to come on the show. It was so great talking with you. And um, I'm so excited for you guys. Happy anniversary once again. I know, I know it was a little over a month ago, but uh, but uh, I'm really excited for y'all, man. I'm I'm excited for what 24 has in store, and I really mean it when I say the sky's the limit. And I I greatly appreciate you guys taking the time out of your busy schedule to to do the podcast. And and thank you so much too for the lovely words that you guys shared about my show. Uh, and, and how I do business over here, man. It really means a lot, you know, from, from people who are out there doing it too. And they know what it's like to, you know, to put in the work and do a podcast and edit and, you know, try to push it out there on social media and everything, set up the interviews, do the research, all that good stuff. Um, you guys know what it's like to be in, to be in that grind, man. And even though we love it, right, it's still work. And, um, and so I really appreciate you guys not only taking the time, but for the kind words you shared about me in the show. And, uh, and yeah, man, I'm, 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 I'm rooting for you guys, man, you're friends of, of the pod. And, uh, and like you said, uh, how I'm, I'm, I'm your brother. Now you guys are definitely my sisters, man. We, we need more people like you in the world. So keep doing your thing with the mixtape Queens. So once again, everybody make sure you go follow the mixtape Queens on Instagram at the mixtape Queens. Their website is just mixtapequeens.com. So head over to those links in the podcast description and uh, check out what they're doing, man. They've got a bunch of playlists out there. Uh, they make their own music. Quick little tease before I wrap it up as well. And uh, I'm just really excited to have connected with them. And, and uh, you know, you're going to be hearing their name a lot more in the coming months, man. So keep up the good work, the Mixtape Queens. That's going to be a wrap, everybody. I had a really long intro. And for some reason, I'm out of breath a lot in this one. And I, I, I'm realizing that I'm kind of stuffed up, man. So... I just traveled recently and I, I was cool for the most part, but this time of year, not to bore you guys with weather talk 
unless you're into that kind of thing. Some people really love the weather, man. I digress, but uh, it goes up and down here this time of year in Nashville. We'll be like 60 as a high and then 25 as a low, and then it'll rain and then it'll be sunny and then it'll be cold again. Literally just this past week, I had days where I had to frost, you know, defrost my car when I was getting ready to go to work in the morning. It was 25 degrees outside, and a few days later, it was 64 as a high, and then it rained for a few days. So uh, as somebody who had a tumor when I was 17 years old, my nasal cavity, it really jacks up my sinuses, man. So um, I was kind of, I, I, I usually re-record these intros and closes because I'm a perfectionist, and I'm, I'm hard on myself, and I'm like, oh, was that too cheesy? Did I rant too much? blah, blah, blah. Um, and I just get frustrated with myself. I'm working on loving myself more. One of my goals uh, to end the year and to go into next year, I digress. But uh, but yeah, it just kind of hit me after I did the intro. I'm like, man, I am like super nasally. So I don't want to rant too much. But thank you all for listening. I truly appreciate the love and support. It is not just lip service. It really means a lot to me to see how the show has grown, to see people checking out the back catalog of episodes when I look at the downloads and the shows that people are checking out. It's really cool, man, that people are going into the archives. I opened that up a few months back, and uh, I'm just really excited for where the show is going. There's there's irons in the fire, and uh, there's some cool stuff on the horizon, so stay tuned. And once again, you can find me on Instagram at March4thPod on YouTube at March4thPod. My website is march4th.podbean.com. The link tree with all of my stuff is in the podcast description as well. So if you want to connect and reach out and say hi, uh, if you've got a band or uh, if you've got some type of creative outlet or whatever and you want to connect with me, hit me up. And um, thank you once again to everybody who takes the time to like and subscribe and share the show. If you did like this and this was your first time on the March 4th Pirate Ship, please like and subscribe, share it on social media, tell your friends about it because I want to put more people onto the mixtape queens, man. They are officially queens and uh, they're doing really good work out there. So I want to get these conversations out to as many people as possible. Once again, go follow them at the mixtape queens. That's going to be a wrap. I'm going to go get some nasal saline, wind down my night, get ready for the week. But I hope that you all have a wonderful rest of your day. Keep the faith and be kind to one another. Courtesy of the Mixtape Queens, here is their single, Third Eye Open. Peace. This the Mixtape Queens. Third Eye Love. We're here to invite you to step out your comfort. Third eye open, always hoping. Is it the weed that I'm smoking? Am I chosen? Am I holding the wisdom, knowledge, and focus? Stay in motion like the ocean. Got the sauce all in the potion. I stay saucy with that potion. Third eye open, always hoping. Is it the weed I've been smoking? Am I chosen? Am I holding the wisdom, knowledge, and focus? Stay in motion like the ocean. Under pressure, keep on flowing. Don't have
Hustling harder than Super Bowl It's blood, sweat, and tears When you mix it up, watch it explode And I'm coming, I'm running with guns blazing I've been waiting, I waited for so long And I made it this far And I hustled so many years And I finally made it I'm finna go I'ma get everything out of my soul Out of the concrete, I am the rose I keep on growing out of the stone I am the alchemist, I bring the storm I'm with the shit, ring the alarm I'ma go hard, promise that I'ma go far Bumping my shit in the car And I come from the stars Oh God, oh God, we're gonna make it I pray we pray away the hatred Oh God, oh God, we're gonna make it I pray we pray they hate it, they hate it, stay jaded, stay jaded, I'm faded, Woo. and I made it. That beat keep bumping, it's bumping, got y'all heard jumping, it's jumping, we keep it bumping, it's bumping, oh yeah. That beat keep bumping, it's bumping, that bass keep thumping, it's thumping, got y'all heard bumping, it's bumping, oh yeah. Says to shine the light on the path that I'm shown. Rise like a phoenix into a realm of the unknown. 